Lukutis Sichis Chelik Yudalid, Sicha of Hazinu, the first Hazinu Sicha, which is also Shabbos Tshuva. The Sicha, the content of the Sicha is about the relation, the connection between Parshis Hazinu and Shabbos Tshuva, which very often uh, coincides. Sometimes Hazinu is after Yom Kippur, but usually, or I shouldn't say usually, but at least often enough, Hazinu and Shabbos Tshuva coincide. And this Sicha, is a Hasidah Sicha that will explore the connection between Hazinu and Shabbos Tshuva. The parasha begins with Moshe Rabbeinu appointing heaven and earth as the witnesses for all of the teachings and the lessons that he has given in the last few parshas. And the heaven and earth, Shemayim Vaharetz, are the witnesses. So he says, Hazinu HaShemayim, listen, heavens, Vesish Vaharetz, and hear earth, or, or hear heaven and listen, earth. Isabi Sifri. So the Sifri points out that Yeshaya, the Novi Yeshaya, says a similar Pasik, except he says, Shimu Shemayim Vahazini Aretz. So the, so the uh, term Hazinu he uses for Eretz. And the term for Vesishma or Shimu, he uses Shamayim. But my Moshe Rabbeinu, when Moshe Rabbeinu speaks, he's the opposite, Hazinu HaShamayim, and Tishma HaOretz. Now both Hazinu and Tishma both mean to hear or to listen. But Hazinu means to listen from close, and Tishma means to hear from afar. So the Sifri explains, Isa Sifri. Since Moshe is close to Shemayim, close to the heavens, therefore when he says Hashemayim, Moshe says Hazinu because he's close by and Hazinu means to listen closely. And since Moshe is distant from the earth, Moshe was a very spiritual individual, distant from the physicality of the earth. Therefore he uses the term Shema, the Sishma, for Ha'aretz, because the Sishma is used when you are hearing something from afar. So this is the, the Sifri on this Pasuk, that Moshe was close to Shemayim and far or further from the Aretz, from the earth. Just like in every aspect of Teirah, since Teirah comes from the word Heirah, which means a lesson, so therefore every aspect of Teirah contains a lesson for every Yid. Cain gam b'davar so too in this idea, in this concept. Shehaya Meisha karav l'ashamayim, that Meisha was close to the heavens. Heira'e b'azeh, l'kol echad v'echad ba'avidosei, that must contain a lesson to every Yid in his avoida, in the service of Hashem. In Ha'ara 2, in Ha'ara 2, he refers to uh, the, uh, the fact that it is known how important it is to learn Ha'azinu. And he references the Sikhs from the Friedrich Rebbe from Tavshan Aleph, where the Friedrich Rebbe says, Ich hab geheret von Gedeilem, I heard from great people. Ashira Ha'azinu darf yeder id kenen af That the Shira, the song of Ha'azinu, every Eid should know it by heart. And the Friedrich Rebbe continues there that if the business people would know what kind of blessing await them, if they were to know Ha'azinu by heart, they would be very uh, scrupulous. 
in knowing Hazino by heart. Also in Sefer Atildus of the Rebbe Maharash, he brings that the Magid, the Magid of Mizrich, commanded or, or instructed his disciples to learn Hazino by heart. So since Hazino is something that is relevant to all of us to the point that we were told by the Rebbe's that we should learn it by heart, there must be that the beginning of Hazino, which tells us the fact that Moshe was caught of Elashamayim, must be a lesson, must contain a lesson to all of us. Vahainu. Now going beyond the idea of Azinu and going to the idea of Moshe Rabbeinu, Kikivan shed b'chol nefesh meyuz b'nefesh meyvesi Yisrael, yes, from the beginning of Moshe Rabbeinu, all of us shalom, ki hu mishiv arayim chulu klalus kulam, since every neshama of a yid contains a piece of Moshe Rabbeinu, which Moshe Rabbeinu is one of the seven shepherds. And he is the general, he is the all-encompassing shepherd of all the seven shepherds. Which means he has in him a, 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 a neshama klolis, a neshama that encompasses the neshamas of every yid. So there's a piece of Meshe Rabbeinu in every yid. Because every yid has a part of Meshe Rabbeinu in them, therefore every yid is able to reach at least an iota, at least to the tip of the level of Meshe Rabbeinu that we were told about in the Torah. So since we have some connection to Meshe Rabbeinu, so in our case, we have the ability to emulate Meshe Rabbeinu at least somewhat by being close to Shemayim. And since we have the ability to reach the heavens, it's obvious that we are obligated, it's expected of us to make the effort to reach the heavens. Because our work, our avoida, our has to be consistent with, what, with our abilities. If we could do it, it means we have to do it. This quote, Kiman the Boy Lemavad, comes from the Gemara Ksubis about a very wealthy man living in Yerushalayim. His name was Nagdimin ben Gurion. And they said about him that he didn't give enough tzedakah. So the Gemara asked, it's known that he was an extremely generous person. So much so that when he would walk, they would roll out these silks, these materials, so he could walk on them comfortably. And then when he would leave, the poor people can come and take them home, which was an extremely generous gesture. So the Gemara answer is true, he was generous. But he didn't do as much as he could have done, or as much as he should have done. And the Gemara uses the metaphor, that according to the ability of the camel, that's how much you load up upon it. Which is, the idea is, is that according to our abilities, that's how much we know, how, how far we have to make the effort. So if we have the ability to reach the Shamayim, then clearly it's expected of us to reach the Shamayim. So we have to understand how is it in the ability of every each and every one of us to reach the heavens? Not only it's in our ability, but it is expected of us. It is, it is obligatory upon us to reach the heavens. So that's our first question for the day. What is, we obviously understand that there's a we are less than over here that we should make the effort to be like Moshe Rabbeinu and reach the heavens. And we could do it because we have a part of Moshe Rabbeinu inside of us. The question is how? How do we reach the heavens? And how do you tell me that I'm obligated to reach the heavens? Gam And the second question is as follows. It has been 
repeated many times. Something that the Rebbe referred to on numerous occasions that the that the uh, the theme, the message of the sedra that's being read is consistent with the time of the year in which it's being read. So if we apply this to our case, this lesson that a person is able and therefore expected to be close to the heavens is specifically connected to the time during which we read Parsha Sa'azinu. In many years, similar to this year, we read Ha'azinu during Aseris Yimei which is also known as Shabbos Tshuva. The Shabbos of Aseris Yimei is known as Shabbos Tshuva. And in R.S. 7, he points out that even in those years that Shabbos, that Ha'azinu is read after Yim Kippur, still we know that that time period, those four days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, are still connected to Tshuva, as the story that the Friedrich Rebbe came into the Rebbe Rashab one year, on the day after Yom Kippur, and he said, Vos yet? What now? We just finished, we did Yom Kippur. Now, and Rashab answered, Itz der ersh tshuvatan. Now we ersh, I don't know how to say that in English, now we, we, uh, we really have to do Tshuva. You know, uh, uh, now that we've sort of gotten rid of our, our, our Avedis, now it's, tru- now it's time for real Tshuva. Which means, which implies that this time uh, of between Yom Kippur and Sukkot is a time that is connected to Tshuva. So it's still consistent with what we're saying over here, that this idea of reaching the heavens is connected to the Inya of Tshuva. So we have to explain what is the connection of this lesson, this Message of the importance of being karav lashamayim to the time of Aseris Mechuva, the Shabbos Shuva and specifically to Shabbos Shuva. So these are our two things we're going to talk about, or we're going to have to answer based on what we're, what we're going to talk about. Number one, what does it mean to reach the heavens, and what does it mean that it is expected of us to be karav lashamayim? And number two, what is the connection between that idea of reaching, being karav lashamayim, and Shuva and Shabbos Shuva and Aseris Mechuva? Base. So basically, in order to understand this, we first have to understand what is Shabbos Tshuva. What does it mean that the Shabbos between Aseris between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is called Shabbos Tshuva? And he's going to talk about the fact that it's not random that it happens to be the Shabbos of Aseris Tshuva, and therefore it's called Shabbos Tshuva. But it, it, that's not obvious. He's going to say that the fact that we call it Shabbos Tshuva implies that the Shabbos aspect of the day is connected with the Tshuva aspect of the day. The two connect. It's not just Sunday of Tshuva, of Tzayesmi Tshuva, Monday of Tzayesmi Tshuva, Shabbos of Tzayesmi Tshuva, it's just another day. No. Shabbos is specifically connected with Tshuva. We'll understand this by first beginning, by first prefacing this idea that Shabbos between Hashanah and Kippur is called Shabbos Tshuva. According to that which we know, another idea that the Rebbe would bring up very often, that the name of something is an expression of its theme and of its life force. So it's obvious that the theme of this Shabbos is Tshuva. 
And even though on a more simple level, it's called Shabbos Tshuva because it's the Shabbos, it's one of the days of Aseris Tshuva. It happens to be a Shabbos within Aseris Tshuva, so we call it Shabbos of Tshuva. Nevertheless, since everything in Tere is precise, since the name was designated as Shabbos Tshuva, so we must come to the conclusion that its connection with Shuvah is not just because it happens to be one of the days of Aseris Meitshuvah. Also, because it's Shabbos, that is connected to the Shuvah, and that's why it's called Shabbos Shuvah. Because it is the Shabbos it has a specific uniqueness, a special connection to tshuva. You say more so than the rest of the aseris tshuva. Now, even according to the opinions that refer to the shabbos, not the shabbos tshuva, shabbos of repentance, but shabbos tshuva. Which seemingly is, is, is this name Shabbos Shuva is because the Haftarah begins with the word Shabbos Shuva, just like similarly, similarly have Shabbos Chazoyim or Shabbos Nachamu. It's basically, even though, and the Rebbe will explain that these Shabbosim actually contain the theme that's connected with the Haftarah, but the basic name is, is named that way because that's how the Haftarah begins. So the Shabbos Shuva. The Haftarah begins with the word Shuva Yisrael, and therefore it calls Shabbos Shuva. It's the Shabbos with the Haftarah of Shuva Yisrael. So, even according to this opinion, which seems to sort of say that it's more about the Haftarah than it is about Shuva, but that in itself is the most telling thing. The fact that they that they chose. To, to, to designate the Haftarah of Shabbos Shuba with the word Shuba Yisrael, which the theme of Shuba Yisrael is repent, O Yidin, to the Yevishter, the whole theme is Shuba. Obviously, there's a connection between that Shabbos and Shuba. And the Rebbe brings a very interesting point here. We see this also in the fact that the Pais can bring, the codifiers bring. That a child under bar mitzvah, a minor, a cotton, under bar mitzvah, who is allowed to, to do, to say, to read the haftarah, but there are certain haftarahs that he doesn't read most of the haftarah of Shuvah Yisrael is one of them. Even though the rest of the year, besides for certain exclusions, a cotton, a child could say the Haftar. Why? Why is Shabbos Shuva, the Haftar of Shuva Yisrael, should, not, should it not be said by a cotton? The Shuva Yisrael being read on this Shabbos is not because of its connection to the Parsha of Hazinu, or whatever Parsha it is, of Shabbos Shuva, which most Haftaris. Are, are, are connected to the parsha. But the reason why we're reading Shuvah Yisrael is because of its connection to the time period, which is the, the time in which we're focused on Shuvah. 
And since the purpose of Shah of Rafter of Shuvi Yisrael is to emphasize the union of Tshuva, so it doesn't fit that a cotton whose potter who is not obligated in the mitzvahs, and therefore he can't truly do tshuva because he didn't do anything wrong. A cotton that doesn't have a or a cotton that misses out on a mitzvah didn't really uh, do anything that bad. And therefore there's no real union of tshuva. So someone who is not really uh, obligated or someone who cannot really accomplish true tshuva, it doesn't, it's not befitting that he should say that he should say so the, 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 the message that, that we're taking from here is that the fact that a cotton doesn't read Shuvah Yisrael tells us that Shuvah Yisrael is be, be read because of its connection to Shuvah. And therefore this is consistent with this, what we're saying over here, that this Shabbos is a very unique Shabbos, that it, the Shabbos part of it is connected to the Shuvah part of it. And this is the, what he concludes over here. So therefore we understand from here that the fact that we read Shuva Yisrael is not, the fact that Shabbos is called Shabbos Shuva is not just because the Haftarah begins with the word Shuva Yisrael, but because the whole Shabbos is all about Shuva. So we, let's read it again inside. More connected to the underlying theme of Shabbos, which is the concept of Tshuva, which is why we're reading the Aftar in the first place. So, therefore, also Shabbos Shuva, even if you go, don't use the name Shabbos Tishuva, but you use the name Shabbos Shuva, and in the Horus, the Rebbe brings various different opinions. If it's called Shabbos Shuva or Shabbos Tishuva, the Rebbe also mentions that in the Ksav Yad Kedish, in the handwritten uh, Kisveyad from the Rebbe's, uh, that wrote on the Ma'amorim of the Shabbos, they refer to it as Shabbos Tishuva with a tough. So in the Kisveyad of, of Rabbi Seyri Nisiyenu, they write Shabbos Tshuva. But whether you call it Shabbos Tshuva or Shabbos Shuva, there seems to be a deep intrinsic connection between Shabbos and Tshuva. So we have to understand, other than the fact that it's in the middle of Aseris Mei Tshuva, what is the connection between the Shabbos aspect of this day and the Tshuva aspect of this day? So, in Oiz Gimel, Fabir Kozeh is going to explain this and he's going to us and he's going to start in his Gimel. And he's going to explain, begin by explaining the difference between Aseris and Meitshuva and the rest of the year. It's known the Pirish of the Al-Tireb and Al-Mayim and the teaching of our sages. In discussing the difference between Tshuva of Aseris Meitshuva and Tshuva of the rest of the year, the Gemara over there in Rosh Hashanah, Mesech Rosh Hashanah, brings a Pasuk. Mika Who is like the Abish there, in, with, that he's always there whenever we call him. And the Gemara asks the question, and it says another Pasuk, Seek out Hashem when he is available, when he is present. So which one is it? 
in, in the Pasik in Dvarim, it says, Bechal Kareinu Elav, whenever you call Hashem, Hashem is there. And in the Pasik in Yeshaya, it says, Behimotzei, sometimes he's Behimotzei, sometimes he's present, sometimes he's not. So the Gemara answers, Hasam Biyachid, Hacha Betzibur. The one that says, Bechal Kareinu Elav, whenever we call him, Hashem is there, this is by Atilas Rabin. When the multitudes gather together to Davin, so the Eivishter is not a mevazat filitz rabim, and therefore whenever a rabim calls to Hashem, the Eivishter answers. When a yachid davins, then only a behimotzei, only when Hashem is present, does his tefillah accomplish what it has to accomplish. So then the Gemara says, v'yachid emas. When does the, when, when is behimotzei? When could the yachid daven to Hashem to, and know that the Eivishter is there? And the answer is, Amar Nachman, Amar Barabua. In the 10 days of, from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, then Behimotzei, then the Abishter is present, and then even a Yachid can daven to the Abishter. So, this is, that's the Gemara. So the Alter Rebbe in the Kutateira explains a whole deeper explanation. And he says, that which the Chazal say, Ho, that here, in Aseris Meitshuva, it's talking about when a yochid is davening, ha kolashana, and the rest of the year, it's talking about betzibur when the tzibur is davening. So the Alter Rebbe explains sheat shuva daseres meitshuva kimitzad b'chinas yochid shabbat. Now the tshuva that a person does during a seris meitshuva is coming from the level of yochid yechidus shiv nefesh. There's five darkness in the neshama, nefesh ruach neshama chay yechidus yechidus the highest it's like the etzim on neshama. And in Aseris Meitshuva, the tshuva comes from the yachid, from the yachidish of the nefesh, from the etzman nefesh, etzman nesham. The tshuva, the chol yimitzad b'chines tzibur shabadam. And the tshuva, in the rest of the year, that originates from the tzibur in the person, the tzibur, the congregation, or the multitudes. And a tzibur is made up of ten people minimum. Referring to the person's ten inner keiches, seichel and midis, so when the rest of the year the person is using his 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 minion, his 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 ten koiches to do tshuva, and in Aseris Mei Tshuva, a person is using his yichidish shebenefesh, his etzem aneshama to do tshuva. And that's the difference between the tshuva of Aseris Mei Tshuva and the rest of the year. Aseris Mei Tshuva, it's a much deeper tshuva. Ubeis pchinis elo b'tshuva, these two levels on tshuva. Alu pinta dasara keiches anefesh. The, the, the number one, the tshuva that comes from the keiches of the nefesh, the faculties of the soul of the person. Based beside yichidus shem nefesh, and the second one, which is from the yichid, from the essence of the soul, the neshama, mas imers the beis amadrege shem tshuva are consistent with the two levels of tshuva. Aleph tshuva tatoa, the lower level of tshuva. Shein yarn on the second avenesa shel adam, which the purpose of the lower level of tshuva is to rectify the sins. A person who did an avera, a transgression. A sin has to do tshuva, has to repent to fix that which was caused by his avera, by his sin. Base tshuva ilah, the higher level of tshuva, shein yana bichlolus baruach tashuv ela lekimash nesana, which the second, the higher level of tshuva is, as the pasuk says, the spirit will return to the avishter that had that had given it. The vekus aneshama b'shar shemakera. The connection, the cleaving of the neshama back into its source. In other words, when the neshama down here lemato is doing tshuva, first it has to clear away any negativity that was caused by sin. It's tshuva tato, and then he has to reconnect 
with the Shaydah Shemakar, with, with the Lukus, or the Shaydah Shemakar of the Neshama, the source of the Neshama, which that's the higher level of Tshuva, the reconnection. Vabir And now he's going to elaborate on this idea that the Tshuva that comes from Kaychaz HaNefesh is Tshuva Tata, and the Tshuva that comes from Yechidah Shemakar is Tshuva Yilam. And he explains as follows. The general Aved of Teru Mitzvah is for the person to connect, to bind himself with Elokus, with his Kechas Apnimim. Kechas Apnimim means his inner faculties, which usually is uh, an expression for Seichel and Midas. A person should utilize his Seichel and his Midas, his intellect and his emotional faculties uh, to, to, to connect to Hashem. And if a person transgresses one of the mitzvahs of the Torah, now there's a blemish and a defect in this, this connection of his koiches with the Yebishter. And since on the level of his koiches, he is now somewhat severed or separated his connection with the Lekos, so if he then wants to go and reconnect them with godliness, so now has to go, is to reach deeper into his soul, is to reach to his etzem and nefesh, because his kaiches are, are 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 lacking something. There's a weakness. There's a, there's a defect in the kaiches. They, they they lost the connection. So now you have to go into a deeper level, which is the core of his soul, in order to awaken. And fix that missing connection. The sins do not cause a weakness in the, in the connection of the essence of the soul, of the core of the soul, with Elokos. And therefore, if you reach into that deep level, the connection is intact. And you could utilize that. So if he reaches his etzman neshama, he could refresh, so to speak, his connection and utilize that to reconnect his neshama, his kaiches nefesh with the lakus as well. It's interesting. In Ara twenty two, he refers to a to a sicha in the kuta sichas chaylek dalad. That's the yom kippur sicha. Where over there, the Rebbe says that the relationship between a Yid and the Ebishter is on three levels. It's a Yiddish, a very beautiful uh, Yiddish. The first level is the connection that a Yid has with the Ebishter through Kabbalah's oil, through accepting the yoke of heaven upon himself and doing the mitzvahs. Then the second connection is the Inevin Ixter Farbund, the deeper connection, which is higher and deeper than. The connection that's just based on, on his actions. And one of the ways where you see this connection, this second connection, the deeper connection, is that when a person does something that he shouldn't do, it bothers him and it disappoints him and it causes him to do true. Nevertheless, it's still a limited connection because it's based on how much tshuva he does. The third connection is the atzmi yizdiki skashlus for etzaman shama mitatzmusa yizbarach. The the most basic 
uh, connection of the Etzlam and Hashama with the Abishter. It has no medidus v'agbalas, it has no restrictions, it has no limitations. It is, on the Neshama side, it is a chelek kalakami, malmamesh, it is literally a piece of alakus. Chavuko dvuko It is embraced and cleaved with you, one, uh, to be one with you. I don't even know exactly how to, how to teach it properly. It's so connected, it's so one, it's so uh, 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 united. The, that, that connection is, is the yechida, the third level is, it, it, it can't be challenged because there's no ra, there's, uh, negativity doesn't reach there. So to apply that to what we're saying here in this paragraph, that sikhah here is that even when a person committed something he shouldn't have, and therefore his relationship was weakened, but there's still a deeper level, a third level, that is the connection of the etzim and the shaman with, with Elokos. And over there, it's never affected by the person's actions. And because of that, if a person reaches into the etzim and the shaman, he could utilize that to refresh his connection, even on the level of his koiches, that they too should reconnect to Elokos. There is a caveat though. Oh no. Since the purpose of this tshuva is to fill the void and the, and the blemish that was that was caused to the person's faculties, the seichel and his midas. So therefore, it must be that this core that he's reaching to to reconnect his koiches with the lakus has to be somewhat related to his koiches. And that the blemish that was caused in them because of the sins, typhus makam is it, 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 it has a level of importance. It, it means something to it. meaning to say, the This chuva, even though it's being initiated from the etzaman nefesh. The essence of the soul, the core of the soul, that's beyond, that's higher than his keches. But within the etzma nefesh, it's still only reaching up the part that has some level of connection, that's, that, has, that, has, that serves as the source of the keches. Not etzma nefesh itself, because the etzma nefesh can't relate to the keches. So here you have this dichotomy. On the one end, you need to go to the etzim nefesh because the kreches are blemished. On the other end, you can't go to the to the etzim hanefesh mamish because that can't that, that that has no relation to the kreches. It can't affect the kreches. So you have to go to the etzim nefesh, but within the etzim nefesh, the part that is serving as a source to the kreches. So it's etzim, but it's also connected somewhat to the kreches. So it's therefore it could refresh the connection. But it could also relate to the blemish that was caused and fix the blemish that was caused in the curtains. But the level of Yechida, the Etzema Nefesh that is beyond being a source to the Kechis, it is totally removed from the Kechis. Entirely, is totally removed from sin. So the tshuva that comes from Yechida is not on chatoim avenis, it's not on sins. 
It's not even to, re- to, to fix the hiskashos of the neshama, of the koiches anefes of the lukus. Because on the level of Yechida, there's no, there, there, there's no chatoim. Ela in yana, ha'aliyah mechayil al-chayil bidvekus aneshama b'shar shumakera. So therefore, what is, the, what is the tshuva that's coming from Yechida Shabbanefesh accomplish? What it does is to uh, uh, cause the neshama to elevate, to, be, to go up from level to level, so that it, it can cleave, it can connect, it can plug itself back in to its original source. So that's the difference between tshuva that comes from the Kaychas HaNefesh, which we started saying over here in the, in, in the Izgimel, the tshuva between Kaychas HaNefesh and, and the tshuva from Yechida Sheba Nefesh, and the tshuva from the Kaychas HaNefesh are in our, is responding to the Chatoim. When the person did an Aveda, so he needs to reach his Kechas and Nefesh, and he needs to reach the Etzim and Nefesh, the way to Shei Yishimaka to the Kechas, so that it could, fix, it could fix that blemish. But then there's the Yechid Yishim and Nefesh, when the Tshuva comes to Yechid Yishim and Nefesh, it's Tshuva Yilav, and its entire purpose is only to connect the Neshama with the Shei Yishimaka. Now let's go back to this, where we started as Gimel. To explain the difference between Asayis and Mechuba and the rest of the year, Mizui Malosa Shalachuba and Asayis and Mechuba. Alachuba Shalachuba, that's the advantage of the Chuba that's taking place during Asayis and Mechuba over the Chuba of the rest of the year, which is that Asayis and Mechuba is the Aveda of Chuba Ilah, Sadbukhin is a Chidish Benefit, and Asayis and Mechuba, a person's Chuba is a Chuba Ilah, which is coming from the Chidish Benefit. During the rest of the year, persons dealing with chatayim lavenis, so the tshuva is coming from, uh, uh, coming from the keiches and nefesh, or it's coming from the etzem and neshama, the way it's a shayda shemaka to the keiches, and it only affects the keiches and nefesh. It affects the chatayim, or what was a, what, or, or what the chatayim caused. Now says me tshuva, you're talking about the whole level. You're talking about the neshama. Beyond Chatoim Vavenis, now it's trying to connect, reconnect, and elevate itself in the connection of the Neshama, the way it's Lamata, with the Neshama Shalomayla, Dveikus HaNeshama Bashar Shalomukai. So that was Ayaz Gimel. Ayaz Gimel was here to explain to us the Uftu, the advantage of Aseris, the Tshuva of Aseris and the Tshuva over the Tshuva of the rest of the year. You know, he's doubtful that he's going to compare that to the contrast of Shabbos and Yemei Sachem. V'inei, Duk Mezbeis B'chinei Sebo B'tshuva, Heim B'chilov Mezbeis Efani Avedad Yemei Sachem, Yemei Shabbos. These two levels, these two uh, uh, styles, manners of doing tshuva, is, in a general sense, the same two uh, uh, styles of Avedad, of the weekday and of Shabbos, respectively. During the days of the week, the primary Aveda of the person is Birurim, to, to refine the world, the, the, the physicality of the world. Through engaging in the 39 Malachas that you can't do on Shabbos, and through engaging in the mundane activities that you cannot do on Shabbos, but during the other six days of the week, we do it and you're supposed to do it. Which its purpose is to refine the permissible 
uh, uh, worldly matters and to elevate them to Kedusha. Meaning to say something that's awesome in Atayda. Also, you, can, you can't really do much with it. It's awesome. You, you, you deal with it by not, by, by not engaging with it. But anything that's a Dabar Arashos, that's permissible, if I utilize it for a holy purpose, I refine it, I elevate it, and that's not been And that's what I do for six days a week. I'm engaged in the world in order to elevate it. Which its similarity in Avedis HaTshuva, is the lower level of Tshuva. Avedis to work with his faculties, which were separated from Elokos, just like the worldly matters, to reconnect them with holiness. In contrast to that, when it comes to Shabbos, you're not allowed to engage in Malachi, you're not allowed to be involved in the physical world, the material world. Because since the Elohim are elevated, like we learned in the Sikha of Rosh Hashanah, at least it was referenced in the Sikha of Rosh Hashanah, that the Elamites, the Gashmias of the Elamites, the, the, the physicality of the worlds, elevates, returns to its source on Shabbos. So the person who's, who's observing Shabbos is also beyond the world. And therefore he's beyond the Birurim, the Aveda to refine the world. So what's the Aveda of Shabbos? is the elevation is going up level to level within Kedusha. is engaged in the physical, in the material world to bring the materialism to Kedusha. And Shabbos is already in Kedusha. And now his job is to go higher and higher within Kedusha. And in the levels of Tshuva, Shabbos is is the is the is consistent with the higher level of tshuva, which is the the connection and the elevation of the neshama as it returns to its source. Now let's bring this down to So this first half of Eizdalid was talking about Shabbos and Yemei Sachel, without going into Aseris Meitshuva. That, that you have, so so far, if you want to break it down in a chart, you have Koyches HaNefesh and Yechidosh HaNefesh. Koyches HaNefesh is Tshuva Tatoah and Yechidosh HaNefesh is Tshuva Yilah. Koyches HaNefesh is rectifying the Chatoim Vavonis and Yechidosh HaNefesh is Vekas HaNashon HaVashar Shumakera. Koyches HaNefesh is similar to the Aveda of the rest of the year, while Yechidosh uh, HaNefesh is the Aveda of Aseris Meitshuva. Kaychaz HaNefesh is the Aveda of Yemei Sachal and Yechidosh HaNefesh is the Aveda of Shabbos. So, that's if you chart it out. Now let's bring together the fact that we have Shabbos and Yemei Sachal, we have Aseris Yemei Tshuva and the rest of the year, and on Shabbos Tshuva we have Sayyid Shabbos and Sayyid Aseris Yemei Tshuva. So it's the best of all the worlds. And based on this, we'll come to, the, to be able to explain the advantage of tshuva on Shabbos tshuva over the tshuva on the rest of the days of been mentioned numerous times that the seven days of the week, you have ten days of Aseris Tshuva, two days of Rosh Hashanah, one day is Yom Kippur, so you're left with seven days. 
So you're going to have the seven days of the week are going to be uh, uh, one of each between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And they correspond to the seven days of the week of the previous year. And each day, and each day of these seven days, and that day you focus on rectifying and on doing tshuva for all of the days of that, of that day of the week of the previous year. The Hainu just to explain. You do tshuva for all the Sundays of the previous year. On the Monday of the you do tshuva for all the Mondays of the year. So based on this, we come to the we to understand that even though all of the aseres mitshuva are on the level of tshuva, Allah has been explained in Eis Gimel. That I say, Smith Shuba is a time of Yachid of Yachid of Yachid which is Shuba Yilah. Because then, nevertheless, me Achar Shimei Achil, that I say, Smith Shuba. In Yonamatikun, Allah, Vedadim Isachil, Shukalashono. Since the other six days of Aseris Smith Shuba, you're rectifying the work that was done during the weekdays of the previous year. It can't be the true and complete. Because you're dealing with with mundane things. Design but when it comes to Shabbos, the Shabbos of these seven days. Which that's the day that we rectify and do tshuva and all the Shabbosos of the previous year. And on Shabbos, all the. And, 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 on Shabbos, we never engage in the in the in the in, in mundane matters. So, and the Shabbos that is in Aseres Mitzvah, doing the Tshuva Tikkun all the Shabbos days, and the Avedas Yemzei Yashlemus Provided Tshuva Yilah. So, the Aveda of Shabbos of Aseres Mitzvah, this is the completion and the ultimate Tshuva Yilah, because you have side the fact that it's Shabbos and side the fact that it's Aseres Mitzvah, vice versa. For Sayyam. Sides the Seres Mechuvah and sides the Shabbos within a Seres Mechuvah. So this, Ois Beis, Gimel, and Dalet, uh, were here to explain to us the Uftu of Shabbos Shuvah. And, this, and, that, and that's what we're holding right now. We now understand that Shabbos Shuvah is, is such a, a high level that it is the ultimate Shuvah law. Now we have to go back to Sifalaf. Sifalaf, we ask this question. What does it mean to be caught of Lashamayim, to be close to Shemayim? What does it mean that we all can and therefore are expected to be caught of Lashamayim? And how does it connect to Azinu? So when I say he's going to answer that question. Based on all this, Now we can explain the connection between the Drasha of the Sifri and Azinu, that Moshe was close to Shemayim with Shabbos Chub. The two levels, Eretz Shemayim, earth and heaven, in the person, in the microcosm, would refer to the person's the person's faculties, and the faculties that are enclosed, that are 
part of the person's body. That's the lower level, the earth within a person. And the etzem aneshama, which is the yechida, which only encompasses the body because it's too lofty to be inserted within. That's the heaven. The heaven encompasses the encompasses the world. Um, it, it, uh, it, it's above us. That's the shemayim. So the person's kaiches and nefesh is the eretz, the earth. The person's yechida is shemayim. The loch in beis apchin apchin is shebetshuva. Shuva tatoa b'tadkeches dimiyim. Shuva ilav b'tadkeches is yechida. Mas imois the beis apchin is eretz. Shuva tatoa b'shemayim shuva ilav. And therefore, since kaiches dimiyim is shemayim is 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 eretz. And and Atsamanashama is Shamayim, then the Chuva that comes from these, Chuva Tatoya that comes from the Kirchis Nimiyim, and Chuva Ilah that comes from the from the uh Yechidish Nefesh, the Atsamanashama will be consistent with Eretz and Shamayim, that Eretz is Chuva Tatoya, and Shamayim is Chuva Ilah. Piyamavur Lil Sib Gimalashara Chuva Dasaris Mitchell Bukla, Shabashuva Fatiya Vedis Chuva Ilah, and based on we explain Sib Gimu, and then in Siv Dalit. And then in Sivdalid, that tshuva, Vasayas made tshuva, and, and especially on Shabbos tshuva, is the Abed of tshuva ilah, he named Muvan ki biyamim elu al ha'odam li yizkara v'lashamayim Abed of tshuva ilah. That's what it means, a person should be close to heaven. Since heaven, since Shamayim means tshuva ilah, and we're telling you that a person should be kara v'lashamayim, a person should be close, which means a person should be doing tshuva ilah. So that's the connection between Hazinu and Shabbos Tshuva, because Davka and Shabbos Tshuva, which is uh, uh, which is the Shabbos of Aseris Tshuva, that is the Shabbos when a person is in the Matzav of Shamayim, and therefore we can demand from the person, which we'll explain in a moment, Tshuva The other question that we had is how? How does a person do this? And now we'll understand how it's possible for a person to reach this level. The fact that during a a person could reach tshuva it's not because the person accomplished something great that he could uh, uh, that, he, that, that he's on that level. No, but it's a kayak that comes from the when he is present, when he is here. And when he is when he is close. say that this time that we mentioned earlier in the Sikha, this is referring to the Aseris Mechuva. What is the Pshat? That in these days the Aseris Mechuva had a Kaddish Baruch Karev. The Abister is close by. Where the source of light comes closer to the spark of light that comes from it. Which when the source of light comes closer to the, the rays or the sparks of light that are coming from it. This causes that the nitzutz of the spark. It should be draw, drawn. It should yearn back to its source, which is the source of light. So during the 10 days, the Abishter is cut him. The Abishter makes himself 
so close to us that this causes us to want to get closer in return. Therefore, even though the rest of the year it has to be in an organized and orderly fashion, the lower level of tshuva, and only later can you reach tshuva because of the Ebister is close by, therefore this gives in the Sinaskech above to every single one. They should be able to reach to be close to Shemaim, which as we explained is the Aveda of Tshuva So now we answer our questions. Now we understand what does it mean, what's the lesson to be cut of Shemaim, that we should try to do the Aveda of Tshuva how do we think we, we how can we how could it be expected of us? Because the Abister is here. It says make sure the Abister comes down to us and and awakens within us this desire to become closer to Hashem. And what's the shaykhs to this time of the year? Because during this time of the year is the Aseris Mechuva, and it's the Shabbos of Aseris Mechuva, and therefore we're in the highest level of Chuvila, and therefore a person could reach the level of Chuvila and be Kar of Lashamayim just like Meshadabin. This sicha, the mugidik sicha, is is uh, is combined from the verbringing of Shabbos Tshuva, Tavshin Chav Beis and Tavshin Chav Zayin. In the year Tavshin Chav Zayin, Rosh Hashanah was Thursday, Friday, and Shabbos was Gimel Tishrei, which means the first of the seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur was a Shabbos. So with everything that we're speaking about, with the Maila of Shabbos Shuvah, there's even a greater Maila in a Kvius where Shabbos Shuvah comes immediately after Rosh Hashanah. V'shavuah ha'yamim ben Rosh Hashanah Kippur and the week of seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, Maschil b'yim Shabbos begins with Shabbos. The key when the Shabbos, my name is Baruch Hu'n because since Shabbos is the one that blesses the, all the days of the week that follow it, ha'reiz ha'n esinus keach miyuchad, so this is a special esinus keach, a unique, in the Sinaskeach, a unique strength that is given to the rest of the days. This is in the Sinaskeach. But also the Aveda of the rest of the Sinaskeach should be able to be on the same level as Shabbos. If you start with Shabbos and you do Tshuva then you could infuse that energy into the other six days of the Sinaskeach leading up to Yom Kippur. So as special as Shabbos Tshuva is, Shabbos Tshuva is if it's if you start the week with Shabbos, with Shabbos, there's an extra special kayak that's given to the rest of this of the of the six days of assessment chuva. And now we understand Hazinu and Shabbos Chuva, the connection between the two, because Hazinu is the one that inspires us to Chuva love, and Dafka and Shabbos Chuva is the time that is most appropriate to reaching Chuva love, because it's during Assessment Chuva when it's it's uh, it's the Aveda of Biyachid or the Yechidosh of Nefesh, and it's Shabbos, which is higher than Birurim, and therefore it's the Aveda of the Yechidosh of Nefesh, and there's no connection b'chlal to the to the Yemei Sachel because on Shabbos we're doing Tshuva for the days of for all the Shabboses of the previous year, so there's no connection to Yemei Sachel, and therefore it's Tshuva Ilah, the highest level of Tshuva Ilah, and yet from Shabbos it could infuse the rest of the week. And we could reach truly love also in every day of our service in each other.